welcome to the Knitting on the Run podcast, where it's always knitting and running in 30 minutes or less. You can find me as Windswept Monique on Ravelry and Instagram, or as Windswept Knits on Facebook and Twitter. Show notes can be found at my website at windsweptknits.com. Hello and welcome to episode 76 of the Knitting on the Run podcast. I am recording on Wednesday, April 1st, 2020, and segments this week include Happy Potiversary, Be a Helper Craft Along, Whips, Learn Something New, and Exercise in Isolation. First up, happy anniversary to this podcast. I was not really paying attention to dates the past few weeks with the homeschooling and whatnot. It's been a little bit insane. And in all the craziness, I forgot that last week was my Potiversary. So three years down. Thank you so much. I know a few of you have been listening from the beginning. Hopefully there's several more years to go. I can't wait. I really enjoy doing this podcast, and thank you so, so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Next up, the Be a Helper Craft Along. So the fourth Be a Helper Craft Along is ongoing. I heard back from a few of you regarding the proposed rule changes that I talked about last week. Um, For the record, what I proposed was splitting the prizes up into two and making this craft along go a little bit longer because we all really need help right now with the world being the way it is. My proposal was to draw two prizes on April 1st or thereabouts, and then two more prizes on May 1st. And I heard back from a couple of you. Thank you for those of you who contacted me. And uh, the support actually was 100%. Everyone who contacted me liked the idea of doing some of the drawings now uh, to give credit to those who got in at the, the normal time, the regular winter time, and then saving the rest of the prizes, or a couple more prizes, either for May 1st or June 1st. It's I'm still not sure on dates, and I might talk to one or two more people to see if I can get another prize or two. Um, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep the the, the prize going. We're gonna keep the craft along going because the world being the dumpster fire that it is right now, we all need to help other people. So. That being said, uh, the the craft along is still going. We keep the rules simple. Just going to go over them very, very quickly. Anything you make for any charity counts. It does not have to be knit, crochet, woven, or spun. Anything you make. So if you are currently making, I don't know, um, you know, if you're making NICU hats, knitting NICU hats, that counts. If you are sewing masks for your local VA nurses, visiting nurses association, that counts. Anything you're making that you are giving to a charity counts. Uh, one FO per photo in the FO thread, please, to make drawing prizes easier. Donating blood counts too, and please, if you can, please go donate blood. There is a shortage right now. The entire country in the U.S. I know, at least uh, several countries in Europe are also having blood shortages right now. I I can't speak for countries beyond that because I haven't seen the data, but I would say if you have COVID nineteen in your country, there is a blood shortage. If you are able to donate blood, please go do so. I am currently working on getting my iron counts back up so that I can do it right now. I am currently unable to, but once I get my iron levels up just a little medium a bit more, then I will be heading out and doing that myself. So the next time I will close the FO thread, quote unquote, close the FO thread, I will be May 1st. You've got a month to get your next group of things in. Whips are always welcome. If you started it three years ago, Maybe you need a knocker and you just found it because you forgot about it somewhere and you finish it tomorrow. That counts. I don't care how old they are. All I care about is that you are doing something kind for your fellow human beings right now. That's basically what it boils down to. 
So the prizes I am drawing for today are one skein of sock yarn from a great yarn in Chatham, Massachusetts. This is dyed exclusively for them by Haute Yarns in the finest hours colorway. It's a 75-25 merino nylon blend. And the second prize is a 25-gram skein of Lorna's Laces Shepherd Sock, plus a mini skein of Handspun, Handspun by Me. So the posts through March 31st were posts number 2 through 30. So let's go ahead. I will draw some random numbers now. Give me a number between 2 and 30. It's 12. So post number 12 is Knitting Travels, a.k.a. Shelly. Congratulations. You have won the yarn from... Um, the, the, the sock yarn from uh, the, a great yarn in Chatham, Massachusetts. And now let's go ahead and draw the second one. Give me a, a number between 2 and 30. The answer is 20. And 20 is DM Brown 240, a.k.a. Danielle. Congratulations so much to the both of you. I am so excited. Danielle, you have won the Lonis Laces sock yarn and the um, little handspun on the side. I, can you please both get me your addresses, and then I will get these in the mail to you. Hopefully, you'll get this uh, soon while the post office is still running. That's um, kind of one reason why I chose these two prizes to <laughs> send out first. Um, but yes, please, uh, uh, Danielle and Shelley, get in contact with me. Send me your mailing address, and then I will get these out to you folks. Congratulations very much to both of you. I will draw the remainder of the prizes probably May 1st. Or possibly depending on if I can get a couple more prizes I might do some May 1st some June 1st I will let you folks know that in the next week or two and we'll get that down uh, completely but anyway that's the the game plan going for whips okay so I've got a whole bunch of whips right now I don't know about you but I'm having trouble focusing on one thing at the moment I'm find I'm flitting from project to project I have an urge to cast on all the things. I think I have touched four different projects today alone. Now when I say touched, I literally mean I may have put a row on it because I'm currently homeschooling a second grader and a preschooler, but I am trying. <laughs> so I'm, I, I am trying to keep the knitting and the fiber arts for, for um, my sanity and for, for stress relief. And it's working sometimes. South Woods, I am continuing to work on the body of this sweater in stockinette. This has been my sort of go-to knitting most of the time while the boys are quote-unquote in school. So our school kind of runs eight-ish to three-ish, depends on the day. We have a lot of breaks in there, but ballpark. I'm up to, I think, about six or seven inches. I haven't measured it officially, but it's definitely coming along, and it's, it's really growing uh, up the lace panel at the back, which is very exciting. My ankle socks, I've got a few more rows. Those are what's currently in my hands right now. If you hear any clicking in the background, that's me working on the ankle socks. I'm getting closer to the heel. I feel like I'm putting, you know, a row a day on this. So it's growing very, very slowly because it's sock yarn and, you know, it takes a lot of rows to make up an inch, but it is growing. What I'm calling my the sassy raptitude. So I cast on for that, I think... The day I recorded last, or it might have been the day after, I'm losing track of days. The, the weeks are blending at this point, being home all the time. 
This is a pack, a pat, sorry, a pattern by Megan Williams, and it's part of her Rapitude collection. The, the Sassy is the one, the name of the pattern within the Rapitude collection. I did get this pattern free for attending Into the Wool. Uh, several designers, including myself, were very generous and donated free patterns to the attendees. So this is one of the pattern codes that I redeemed and having a lot of fun with this. It has a hole on one side and then you build the rest of the sort of shawl and you can use the hole to help you style it and keep it on. Megan apparently has the same problem that I do, just keeping the, keeping the shawl on your shoulders can be a challenge. I definitely have that problem. I have very rounded shoulders, so shawls tend to fall off me very easily. So I'm excited to see how this works. I cast this on with a very nice kind of medium yellow in Kobasi by Haiku. That's a cotton bamboo silk nylon blend. And also in a um, bamboo cotton blend from Great Adirondack Yarn Company that I bought at Rhineback. And that is sort of a corally orange, which has a little bit of pink in it as well. And those are colors I don't normally do. I normally kind of hate orange, actually. And yellow, I either like it or I hate it. I kind of go back and forth and the same with pink. But uh, it's really cheery. And the last couple weeks have been really dreary, both metaphorically and literally. Uh, March is a really gray and, and brown and ugly season here in New England. Most of the snow is gone and everything, you know, we might have crocuses up or some early hyacinths maybe, but usually March everything is still brown. The grass is brown, the trees are brown, and everything is blah. Spring is a little bit early this year, so we are starting to get some buds on the trees. As I, I look out the window, I can see some maple buds coming out. You know, the pollen is early this year, which is just kind of a really mean sucker punch on top of COVID-19. But we're not quite at the point where the trees are leafing out yet, and the grass is still brown. It's really just starting to turn green a tiny bit. And the daffodils, we have some folks in the area with sunnier yards. Their daffodils have just started. Ours will probably be another week or so, which is early for us. But it's still, it's, you know, it's the dreariest month. So just the yellows and the oranges just kind of seemed a really happy, sunny color combination. We've had warmer weather than normal, but it's just been very dreary here. So I was excited to use those colors where I normally wouldn't be. I have also been swatching for the ozone, or what's called the, I'm calling it the ozone sweater. The official name in Ravelry is the Colorful Sweater Ozone by Concept Creative. More on that in a minute. And I have started casting on for a new shawl. I can't say much about this yet. Yes, I definitely have cast on itis. Um, this is a shawl I started designing in my head a year ago. I bought the yarn. Yeah, I think it was last April. So I would have bought the yarn pretty much exa almost exactly a year ago because I found this yarn on Webb's annual sale. And it just called me, like, it just gave me an idea. I didn't know how I was going to do it or execute it, but I knew kind of vaguely what I wanted to do. And then about two weeks ago or so, I had a great idea as to how to actually execute it. So I can't say more, but once it's released, I can tell you the whole story. But I can't tell you anything else about it right now. But uh, it's a bit, uh, you know, it hasn't been as long as some, you know, I've had some projects that are patterns that have been, you know, three, four, five years in the making. This one's only been a year, but I have cast on for it. I'm very excited. I think it's going to be really interesting. It's probably going to be a little bit easier than several of my shawls. It's not going to be a super crazy easy pattern, because that's just not who I am. But it is going to be on the easier side for one of my patterns. So I am excited to see how it comes out, because it's just... I can't say because it'll spoil it. Anyway, trust me, it'll be fun. <laughs>
learn something new. So about that ozone sweater I mentioned, here's something to throw you for a loop. It's not knitting. It's crochet. Crazy, huh? Since I am suddenly a homeschool teacher, I decided to model learning and I've started to learn to crochet, you know, more than just a dishcloth. I've crocheted in the past, but I am not very good at it. I decided that I really want to be better at it. I, I actually bought this pattern back during the indie design gift along last fall. I just saw it and fell in love with it. Normally, I don't, it's not that I don't like the look of crochet itself. It's just that I don't like granny squares and I seem to be the only person on the planet. Actually, no, I know one more. I'm sorry. I seem to be one of the only two people on the planet who don't like granny squares. <laughs> so I never really get into the whole crochet thing and you know, dishcloths are great, but eh, you know, after that. So this pattern, when I saw it, I was like, oh gosh, I didn't even know you could make something like that with crochet. It really caught my eye. So I decided, well, I, I need to learn how to do this. So I have swatched a few times. The first time I swatched with a C hook, it was way too big. So I ordered three smaller hooks and all the yarn for the project, just in case everything closes, even the non-box stores, if you take my meaning, the online stores close. I figured let me just get it all here, then I would have something else to work on. So the next swatch I did with a B hook, which I believe is 2.25 mill millimeters, and that was far too tight. Um, it, was, it was practically bulletproof. The fabric can literally stand up on its own. It was slightly terrifying. The C hook... I didn't like the way it worked, and it might be the hook itself. I've noticed, I finally learned that there's different kind of crochet hook. There's one with kind of a sloping hook, and there's one with a more of angled hook. And I seem to work better with the angled hook, which I'm just learning now, of course, because I haven't done more than just, this may be why I didn't like crochet before, because I might have been buying the wrong hook for my personal preference. But I did find a 2.5 millimeter hook that has the angled hook, and I like how the hook and the yarn work together. The fabric isn't quite as drapey as maybe my perfect preference would be, but it's a nice fabric and it's a definitely a wearable fabric and it cannot stand up by itself. <laughs> it's, you know, it'll, it'll still be comfortable to wear. So, I, you know, crocheters, you tell me, does 2.5 millimeter have a name, you know, B plus? I, I noticed there's different sizes and it's, it's kind of confusing. So I've got my 2.5 millimeter hook, so the gauge is too big, but the fabric is nice. So I'm just going to go ahead and use that hook with the yarn, and I will redo the math. I've also been practicing reading crochet charts, and I worked up my first medallions for this sweater. Um, the medallions and the swatches are both in the washing machine right now. I'm using 100% cotton yarn from Schackenmeyer, so I definitely wanted to double check on shrinkage before starting the sweater officially, so I've tossed a couple different swatches, as well as the two medallions that I've, I knit them up, you know, you eventually, you, you, you chain them around, chaining is the wrong word, you connect them around your torso to make a sort of underbust band, but I, for the moment I did two medallions standalone so I could practice, and then also see how, how much each individual medallion shrinks to get a ballpark to start the math. Obviously, as I'm working on it, I will adjust as I go, but, you know, I can, I can work from there. Um, so yeah, so this, am I afraid? Um, slightly, but not for the reasons you might think. I am nervous because I don't know crochet very well. So the charts are actually, once you kind of figure out how to read them, they're actually really helpful and so much more helpful than reading a giant paragraph of text per row. I've, I've had to go to read the paragraph of text a couple times to double check that I'm 
reading the chart correctly, especially the circular ones. Once I figured out what I'm doing, I found the charts much easier to read because it's very visual and I can actually look down and see what I've got and then I can see, oh, I did seven or eight double chains there into that one hole. I should have done six. That's why it's looking so wonky. You can, you can see it very quickly. So I'm liking that. Anyway, I'm really enjoying it. Um, my, my basic crochet, like my single chains and double chains, even just doing a couple swatches and a couple medallions, I am so much more, I guess, efficient might be the right word, but also consistent. It's amazing. It didn't take an awful lot to really notice an improvement. Just, um, I'll post pictures probably later this week, maybe on Saturday, of the, of the medallions and stuff. But just going from the first to the second medallion, big difference. It's, I mean, obviously, it's not perfect. I'm still learning as I'm going. But wow, what a big difference. So I'm going to keep going, and we'll see how any more, you know, when crochet attacks <laughs> things happen between now and next week. Exercise in isolation. So I will be totally honest with you, I have not been great in terms of keeping up with exercise this week. I did something to my wrist at the end of last week, so I've been taking it easy, which is not good because I've definitely been drinking more wine, eating more ice cream, eating more gummy candies, eating the cookies my kids made, etc, 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 more pasta, yada, 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 you get the point. But I do want to go over what we've been doing up until that point and what my kids are doing in case some of you need ideas, you know, whatever, whatever we can all do to get through this. And exercise and releasing endorphins, it's hard when you're stuck inside. But if we can find a way to do it, those endorphins are great for just really lifting your mood. So here's what we have been, were doing up until my wrist started going wonky last week. Uh, Cosmic Kids Yoga, we do this every quote-unquote school day. We started this the first day of school at home, even before we got the official quote school work, because we've only been in official school for a week and a half now, but our school's been closed for two and a half weeks. I did Cosmic Kids with my oldest son when Thing 2 was born, and we hadn't done it in or probably four years or so. And so the first thing I thought when I found out school was canceled is we need a way to kind of ease into it. And my kids are big fans of the Peace Out podcast, which is like little doses of 10-minute relaxation, meditation, and kind of, it's almost like a guided meditation for kids, but it's it's a lot more subtle than adult meditations are, if you take my meaning. It's kind of like a guided journey where you think and breathe and maybe do a little stretching. So I really thought they'd take to um, Cosmic Kids Yoga because what she does is she tells a story through yoga poses. So you get a fun story, and you also get a little bit of exercise and stretching and moving and kind of get your body going. I was so excited to find that she has kept producing videos these past four years. There are some awesome ones. Your kids like Frozen or Trolls or Harry Potter. She's got at least two or if not three Star Wars ones. There's also some fun little five-minute yoga, like super yogas, I think they're called and stuff, and they're great. Both my boys love them. We're doing them every morning. They look forward to it, which, you know, I never thought my four-year-old would be looking forward to a yoga class, especially since he never did it. He was a baby at the time. They love it. Karate. So on a normal week, day, month, etc., year, uh, my boys, all three of my boys, my both my boys and my husband, take karate. So obviously we cannot get together for a karate class with the state of the world right now, and I think Massachusetts is ten or less people or five or less people, and anyway, stay at home. So the dojos have been closed for weeks now. So their dojo has been sending out videos for the kids and the grown-ups to do at home. Our dojo hasn't made the videos public. I think there's one video he said we are welcome to share with folks, or maybe two. 
But if your kids have ever wanted to try something like karate, search YouTube or Google and you will definitely find some. There's tons of them out there. And that is fun. And it's, it's really cute to see your kids practicing their forms in the living room. You know, running around, there, there's something to be said for just letting kids run. And after a point, you can't do that in your house anymore. There's cats, there's science projects, there's stuff, there's life, there's daddy working downstairs on a conference call. So at recess, I kick the boys outside. I give them a time when they are allowed to come back in, and they are out until then. That gives me a few minutes alone without them, so I can kind of regroup whatever I need to do, either mentally, physically, find things, or just sit down for 10 minutes and breathe and say, oh my god, we survived so far. Okay, let's keep going. It also gives them exercise because they usually just run around, and little kids just really need to run around. So if you have a yard or something, just let them run. Gardening. I like to grow food. Gardening, it's an exercise, and with the world being crazy. So I was going to have a sort of medium garden this year. I've got two raised beds. I was going to keep it with that and some sugar snap peas. With everything going on, we're bringing the garden back to its full glory. You know, it's going to be a science project. As part of our science curriculum last week, I took the boys outside. We planted two beds of, of seeds. We have carrots and lettuce and no, we didn't do radishes because they don't eat radishes. We did parsnips and beets. I love gold beets. I'm not, not a fan of the red ones. They just they bleed too much when you cut them and your, your cutting board looks like a murder scene. But the yellow ones and the chiogas and the white ones, those are awesome. And they're when you, when you roast them in the oven, they're so sweet. They're really good. Anyway, sorry, back from the, the cooking part. So we planted two beds full of basically winter crops, carrots, beets, lettuces, Swiss chard, that sort of thing. We planted one row of sugar snap peas. We're going to go out in a week or two and plant some more sugar snap peas and snow peas. I think we did snow peas as well. I've got to double check. I'm losing track now. But in about a month and a half or so, we'll go out there and we're going to start our seedlings probably this weekend. So we're going to do tomatoes, cucumbers, peppers. We're going to try some watermelon, which usually fails, but we're going to try. We're going to try a pumpkin or two. We've got some okra because we love the grown-ups, I should say, love gumbo in this house. We love okra. But, you know, we're going to we get the seeds. We're going to try it. And it's being out there in the garden is really good exercise. You get sunshine. So if you have the space to garden, definitely would recommend it. Last up, I have been doing a few dance videos that I have found online. There, any kind of dance you can think of, someone is putting a video out right now. I happen to really love Broadway musicals and several cast members from current and recently closed shows. I shouldn't say current because there's no current ones, but recent shows. They've been recording videos from the safety of their own home. And the workouts are set to the music of their shows. And some of them involve the dance routines that the actors or, or um, background actors are doing. And some of them are a lot of fun. I've also taken a ballet class or two. And if you like to move, there's, you can find Zumba, you can find Bollywood, you can find hip-hop, you know. Get up there and move in the safety and comfort of your own living room. That brings us to the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening for the past three years. I am honored that you use some of your valuable time and spend it listening to me talking to my laptop in my walk-in closet. So thank you so much. Here's to another few years. Keep going with the Be A Helpful Craft Along. You guys are amazing, doing so many wonderful things for folks out there. I can't wait to see what you all do in the month of April. And hopefully I will talk to you next week. Keep those legs and those needles moving. Bye-bye. And crochet hooks. <laughs>